Hello, hello, and welcome to City Girl in Business, Living a Life with Soul and Purpose. My name is Sharokina Pizand, and I'm so excited that you're here today. We are going to be talking about a little bit of a difficult topic. Dun, dun, dun. Wish I had the sound effects here. How to deal with a difficult client. I know that this is not a fun thing to do or talk about, but it's so needed. It's so difficult sometimes when we're in business, whether we're first starting or whether we've been in business for a long time. How to deal with difficult clients has been one of the most difficult things to learn, but once it's been mastered, it's it gets a lot easier. So what I wanna do is talk a little bit about a few steps that I've followed on how to deal with difficult clients. And if you have any that you feel after you listen to this podcast that you want to put in the comment section, please do. I would love to hear more about your thoughts on how you've dealt with difficult clients or anything that sparks your interest after this podcast. So the first way on how to deal with a difficult client is you first have to really evaluate the situation and what got you to that point of difficulty. A lot of us have a difficult time pinpointing when we actually started having difficulty with this client. Was it initially when they first reached out? Was it first evident when something went wrong with what you were doing for the client and then they freaked out and then they didn't trust you or whatever it is. There are so many different opportunities to pinpoint where it went off. And sometimes it's hard and it's difficult to really think about it. We have to really look back, evaluate and figure out when it started. And I have to say what's difficult about this is that we are so emotion filled. We're so stressed out when this happens. And, you know, sometimes it's you roll your eyes or you scoff or you go, oh, you know, this client again. Oh my gosh. And the hard part about it is sometimes they don't even know they're being difficult <laughs> or you've let the behavior go on too long or maybe that's how you started your business relationship. So there's a lot of different factors to really think about this. But if you can pinpoint when it started being difficult, that's going to help you out a lot. And then if we can go to number two, the second part is taking yourself out of that equation for just a quick moment. You want to really look at, is it you or is it the client? Is that who they really are? What's interesting about all of this is we tend to, when something goes wrong or there's a client conflict or they're aggravated for whatever reason, if you're a people pleaser, I know I am, a lot of the times we look at it and think, oh my God, I did something wrong. It's something that I did. They hate me. They think my work is horrible. And we go to this, sometimes this really dark place. And sometimes it can lead to thinking I'm not good enough. And I know I'm being a little overly dramatic, but tell me if you haven't been there. I, I think we've all been there. So I just feel like it's very important to understand, is this you? Is this who they are? What type of personality do they have? So if they are somebody that expects everything right, you know, either right on deadline or early, but you're the kind of person to work with that maybe it takes you a little bit longer or you're creative and that's not your mode and that's not how you work. Those are things to really 
understand and evaluate because that means that there's a disconnect between the two of you. So of course there's going to be stress and drama and chaos. So that's really something to understand. And really, if you look back on working with this person, with this client, is it really unreasonable what they're asking for? Or is it something that is actually pretty standard in your industry or with what you've promised and you're just freaking out because you couldn't get it to them. Life got in the way. Maybe you were feeling sick. Maybe you were taking care of a family member. Maybe you're a mom. You have a daughter or son that you're taking care of or you're a dad. Whatever it is, you have to really step back and think about this for a quick second. Now, when you're looking at, let's go back to this for a second. So we're talking about, is it you or is it who they are? First of all, there's, it's not when I'm talking about that, it's not about blaming anyone. It's not about saying this person is good or bad. It's just about understanding the facts, understanding the truths about all of it. So I know, for example, my truth is I'm not a corporate personality. I have not been in corporate for over nine years. So what's interesting for me is that I always get the job done, but I don't always sit there and give specific deadlines and every single little thing because I know with what I do in my job, I have to be a little flexible. I know that as an event planner, for example, when I'm working with different vendors, I'm the middle person. And so I can set as many deadlines as I want, but if all of the different vendors have different school schedules and work schedules and family schedules and life schedules and work deadlines, I'm only going to get what I get. I'm going to get what I get from them, but it sometimes it might take longer. So there's all of these different factors to take in. So I've learned that I'm, even though I'm very good at what I do, and I can say that, and I'm proud of that, I'm not the person that's going to sit there and going to create 20 different Gantt charts for all of my deadlines because I have a little bit of soul and a little bit of magic and a little bit of ease with what I do because I know it's going to get done. So if I had a type A personality client that walked through the door, I would just have to be honest with them and let them know that that's that I'm not chained to my email 24-7 and I'm not going to create different charts and spreadsheets for their deadlines. It's just not going to happen. So just being able to understand that about myself and being able to communicate that to the potential client or the current client, I think is really important. And I've been in situations in the past where I haven't communicated clearly, not because I was holding back, but because I don't even think that I really knew every part of that until I got older, until I did this more in the business, until many more years went by. And so that's something to really consider is how, how do we communicate with the client? So that can take us to our next part, over communicating and setting boundaries if you haven't already. Like I was saying, when I first started it, you know, when you start your business, you're new, you don't really understand all of the different elements that go into it. Sometimes you're flying by the seat of your pants. And it's if you're trying to work with a client, first of all, you're getting all these clients through the door, knock on wood, but you want to make sure that you can take care of as many clients as you can. You're trying to figure out who your client is, what you're trying to do, um, what you're best at and what you're not great at with your business. So you take on a lot of different clients. You take on as many as you can. And so what's difficult is in the beginning, you can't say, okay, I'm really not good at this. I'm going to 
say no to this client. So over time, that's really what you learn. But my biggest piece of advice on this is over communicating and setting boundaries with your client. So being able to say, hey, client so-and-so, I only take calls and I only return emails within this time and that this time. You might get a call from me or an email after hours on certain times or on certain projects, certain times, certain chaotic, uh, when there's certain chaotic deadlines, when we're getting close to an event. However, I'm not going to be, you know, chained to my email at 11 p.m. at night for your quote unquote emergency. There is a nicer way to say that, but you get the gist. So it's just being able to say that and not being afraid of the client coming back and saying, well, I'm not going to keep you on as as uh, somebody I'm doing business with. Because the reality is this, if you over communicate with a client, you let them know your boundaries, but that you're still willing to work with them and you really enjoy the partnership you've created and they don't want to abide by your boundaries and how you do business, do you really want to work with them anyway? I, I mean, life is too short, right? So it's, it's not that you don't want to work hard and it's not that you're not willing to do the work. It's just when somebody doesn't understand your personal boundaries and when you've communicated your work hours and what you will and won't do or can and can't do and they still take advantage, it, it's, it's really hard, uh, hard to think about continuing that that working relationship. So if for whatever reason, you know, you've evaluated the situation, you've taken yourself out of the equation for a moment, you've even over communicated and set boundaries and the client still either doesn't understand or isn't being respectful of that, it's time to consider having a heart to heart with that client. There's nothing wrong with scheduling a time don't do it via email. <laughs> that is the worst thing. And text, do not, please don't do it over text. I know that we have a fear these days of picking up our phones or meeting people in person and having difficult conversations, but really, really consider what you'd be doing if you texted or emailed some of this really sensitive material. I highly recommend setting up a time, maybe meeting them for coffee or doing it over FaceTime or Skype if they're not a local client and just have a heart to heart with them. Because the reality is this, if for whatever reason, you two aren't a good working fit, for you to continue to, to have the relationship with this client, and all of a sudden, you know, you're getting towards the end of the project, they're getting more and more stressed, there's a lot of chaos, there's a lot of anger or stress that they have on their end, you don't want to let it get to that point. So if at any point you feel like it's just you have to have that last, you know, chat with them or that last last resort, this would be it. Have that heart to heart with that client. When we say heart to heart, it doesn't mean get all emotional and get all like, oh, my God, you know, you don't answer all my emails properly and you cause me stress. It's you're still in a business relationship, so you want to keep it as neutral as possible, but you want to be open and honest and just let the client know that it's not been so easy in the experience and you want to have a conversation with them to see where there are challenges, how you can work together to get through them uh, more efficiently. So, and just let them know, hey, you know, I feel like there's a little bit of stress here. Is it something 
that I'm doing that I can be helping with or doing better? Or I just want to understand what's going on because I've, I've noticed in your you know past few emails, you seem a little curt on your phone calls. You seem a little stressed out. I just wanted to see if, if something was going on. Are you okay? Or is it me? Or I know that's difficult to have conversations, you guys, but you have to do it. Otherwise, it's going to eat at you. You are going to feel so sick and you don't want to get to that point where you end up getting more stress, anxiety. There's a lot of things that entrepreneurs are be, they're very prone to, anxiety and depression being a lot of that. So you don't want to feed into that more and get more stressed when you could just have a conversation with the client. And if it's a great fit and you can get through that hurdle together, great. But if not, we're going to go to the last step, which is if all else fails, let the client go. I know this sounds crazy. It just, it doesn't seem like something that most people do. But what I've realized over the past few years of working with clients, I've worked so hard to just get through it and just help the client, even if it's been difficult. And what I notice is that at the end of our relationship, I feel drained. I feel dragged down. I wonder if they got the best experience that they could have because they didn't have my 100% positive energy, not because I was rude to them or mean to them, but because I was always stressed about, am I making them happy? If all else fails, you've evaluated the situation, you've taken yourself out of the equation for a moment and seen it, seen it from the perspective of, is it you or is it them? If you've over-communicated, set your boundaries, try to train your client, and then you've still, you've had a heart to heart with the client and none of that has transpired into anything that's positive, then don't be afraid to let them go. Look at your contract, look at what you've agreed to with them and have a conversation. Again, do not send this over email or text. Um, definitely no email or text. Definitely set up a call and talk through it with them and let them know that you feel that working with them, and this can all, of course, case-by-case case basis, and this is just a suggestion. I don't recommend everybody go and take their difficult clients and break up with them right now. This is on a case-by-case case basis. But I would let them know if it's gotten to the point where all of those factors have not worked out, I would just let them let them know and be honest and just say for for their sake and for the, the sake of your business relationship, you feel like it's better to part ways. I would, in my head, before I uh, terminated the contract or worked towards that, I would make sure I had all my ducks in a row from a business standpoint. I would also make sure to give, make sure I had all of the information ready for them. So if they wanted to transition it to a different uh, business that they could, so they could work as uh, smoothly as possible during the transition to a different company. But I would really have that have that conversation if it isn't right. And I know a lot of people are saying, "Hey, Shar, you can call me Shar, by the way. Hey, Shar, you know I, I can't afford to let this client go. I really need this client." And we've all been there, and it's been difficult. But the reality is this: your health your sanity, your peace of mind, so much more worth money that it's it's really something to consider. If you can open up your schedule and open up your, your space 
the right clients do come. Now, I understand this can't be possible every single time, but if it's really to the point where you cannot work with them, it would be really difficult for you not to let them go. Now, those are some of my tips on how to deal with a difficult client. I know it's not the easiest topic. I know it's not the most fun, but I hope that this helped you a little bit. I think my biggest piece of advice is you have to realize that you are putting forth your best effort. You are a great human being. You do put your best work out there into the world. And if somebody doesn't appreciate that or they don't understand that or they don't see it, it just might not be a good fit. But that doesn't mean you're a bad person and it doesn't mean that you should think about closing your business and that life is horrible and all of these weird thoughts that we think of in our heads. It just might not be a good fit. So work through it with your clients. If you can't, don't be afraid to consider the idea of letting them go. But don't put yourself in a place where you put yourself down and think you're not worth it because you are. And as a small business owner, I know that we are our toughest critics. We are our um, worst self-critics. And I would say that my biggest piece of advice is don't stop being you. You are the only you. And I really hope that this helped. If you have any questions, please, or any comments or any other suggestions on how to deal with a difficult client, please post it in the comment section. Share this with your friends. I'd love to keep the discussion going. And I hope you all have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.